Hello, I'm Julie. And this is A Good Story is Hard to Find podcast. Where two Catholic friends talk about the books and movies they love and the traces of the one reality that lie below the surface. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now we're going to take a trip with Dunk and Egg. Um, This is a a novella in the A Song of Ice and Fire series. Um, It's called The Hedge Knight. This was pretty cool. I first encountered this book. It was on audio, and there was a book that came out called Legends, oh. and it was it was edited by Robert Silver. Are you familiar with this book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Stephen King, Robert Jordan, Terry Pratchett, Robert Silverberg wrote. I think from the Valentine, uh, Lord Valentine's Castle. Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, which I like, Lord Valentine's Magipore, Castle. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I like that book. Yeah. Actually. So. Um, Anyway, so George R. R. Martin wrote this. Um, this was in 2005, and it's okay. a novella that takes place about 90 years before um, the first book called The Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, but it doesn't really have anything to do with it, other than y- if you read that book, you'll recognize family names, but not any of the names of people that are actually in that book. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, but it's kind of it's a it's a novella set in the world. And um, anyway, I I have really great memories of this because I used to move water lines <laughs> in the mornings for <laughs> Trisha's dad, my wife's dad. Oh. Okay. And it was in a field, and when the when the hay was cut, the the grass was quite short, so I was just alone on this giant field, and listening to this story on that field became kind of a, oh. a deep memory because you could just imagine these knights showing up in this field and putting their tents up. And um, it would have been a perfect field oh. for this kind of thing. It would have been awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it, okay. Was, it was fun. Yeah. So I have a good memory of it. But I've read this. This is probably the fourth time I've read this novella. Um, That's a good story. Yeah. There's just something about it that really hits me. Um, I still like it. And I have, uh, do you know who Frank Muller is, the narrator? Mm, I don't know if you've no. run across him. Anyway, no. in, in the Legends one, it was um, Frank Muller who read it, and that was an old cassette that I had. Because so, you sent me those files. It was a great reading. Yeah, and, and that guy, I can't remember his name, the guy who read that, but he played something, oh, he different. He played okay. something in the actual show. Um, oh. Yeah, I can't remember. It was a... Yeah, I have no, I can't remember the part, but, (laughs) but anyway, and I should also say here at the outset, um, I am not a song of fire expert. (laughs) (laughs) I have watched, um, I don't know, a season and a half of the show. Is that, that's the game of Thrones, right? right? A game of Thrones is the TV show. And I've watched maybe a season and a half. And then I watched the last season. (laughs) <laughs> because my family was yeah. into it and uh, you know whatever the last season number was it was like every sunday night there was a hour and a half to 2 hour movie um that we watched as they came out um, right. in that last season so i know how it all ended and uh um, was it worth it yes and no <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. This is not spoiler. Well, I, I hope this isn't spoilery. Um, but I'll just say I'll never watch it, so it doesn't okay, matter. Okay. To me, well, I'm but, worried about yeah. all the people, the right, the tens exactly. of people we have that They're listen to this. Through. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the tens of people listening. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tens. say this. There, it, it was a. It ended with two climaxes. I would say, the first mm-hmm. climax was beautiful and uplifting. And the okay. second climax, they had a chance to do something beautiful and uplifting, and they chose differently. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> That's kind of what I heard about that series, yep. is they chose differently They chose so differently. Often. They chose differently, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Um, so this, this story is a standalone. Again, it doesn't really have any connection to the main series other than... If you're familiar with it, you'll recognize the family names. And um, But again, this is way before any of the people that we know in those books. And I have read the books, by the way. I read oh. the first four. And that was before oh. the series was happening. Um, I read them, and I really loved the first three. And then the, oh. the fourth one came out, and it was... I, I have a feeling that the... I haven't read a lot of fat fantasy series, but it seems to me from conversations I've had with other people is they always reach a point at which you've read an 800 to 1,000 page novel and you say, I don't think anything actually happened in that 1,000 pages. <laughs> it's like yeah. the plot has not doesn't seem to have moved in this 1,000 pages that I somewhat enjoyed, but nothing really occurred. Um, and that's kind of how I felt about that fourth one. I think it was called A Feast for Crows. Um, but then I haven't read. There's a fifth one out, and he's working on book six. And who knows if I'll pick those up or not someday. But I sure well, did enjoy those first three. Those were ones that I was glued to and just flying through them. And they were they were rough, though. If you want to be depressed and uh, sad, that's what that's the book to read. <laughs> I Yes, that's kind of what I picked up from this about the series and the books was, well, maybe it's just very modern in the way he thinks about or it's presenting mm-hmm. things, you know, because there's that one character who even I have heard of who he's the best character in the world. Tyrion, dies, probably. Oh, no, who dies? Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Ned Stark, you said. Yes, Ned Stark. Okay, that happens at the very beginning. Yeah. Right. Um, so, but everybody loved him, that. and everybody was outraged when he died, and then it was for nothing. And I was like, why are people watching this? If no. they kill Sean Bean, I know Sean Bean dies all the time, but <laughs> it's for a reason. Um, and so, I was like, no, no, no. I am not reading stories for that. I That's all over the place. Yeah. I can look at the political situation. That's and for sure. And it, on, is, it so. is 100% about political situation. Because yeah, it's like uh, he based it on the War of Roses. And that was his inspiration. I, I don't know yeah. that I would say it was based on, but it was inspiration for. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was just yeah. political no. machinings, Game of Thronesing. You know, they they're trying to do that. It's an interesting thing to contrast that with Tolkien, though, um, because George R. R. Martin. You know, you have this noble, good person trying to get along in this world that is horrible, and it doesn't seem to make any difference what his decisions are. He is going to lose. <laughs> you know, he is going yeah. to. He's you know, and in in um, Tolkien. You make the decisions and you move forward and you it's hard, 
but you do the right thing and you keep trying to do the right thing and you keep trying and you get somewhere. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And even if speaking of spoilers, but even if you choose to do something where, you know, you're pretty sure you're going to lose like at the end when they're at the gates of Mordor, um, there's that bit of hope that you're hanging on to because it's for a good reason, everything. And it, of course the, Tolkien because it's Tolkien it does work out yeah, uh, yeah but not after you know it's there's a lot of effort and pain and everything else going on sure. but you mm. good can win and the ones I don't like are the ones where they're like well that's you know no good's not gonna win forget it yeah I mean yeah I'm not I saying mean, that whole series what, is like that for I don't Martin, know what else but, to say about that you know but that's kind of what that yeah. is but this story yeah. is again it's detached and I, I think it's it's a lovely story but yeah. speaking of good we have Duncan Sir Duncan the Aww. Tall <laughs> <laughs> so at the, at the very beginning um, he is digging a grave unfortunately um, yeah. our friend Dunk is digging a grave for this knight that he has been he has been squiring for Sir Arlen of Pennytree. And um, Dunk is a big boy, right? He's 16, 17, 18 years old. It says that they don't, didn't really know. He doesn't know. Um, but he's, he's big. He's a strong he's Maybe almost kid. seven feet tall, yeah. they say at some point. Right. He's, he's just a big boy. And uh, so they're, you know, he, he digs this grave and puts Sir Arlen of Pennytree in it. They're just out by themselves out in the wilderness. Because Sir Arlen was what you call a hedge knight. And a hedge yeah. knight in this world is, these are knights that don't have a house. There's no house name. There's no nobility. There's, um, they can go fight for whoever. People may hire them to fight. So there's a mercenary aspect. Um, but uh, that's what they do. They're just an unattached knight, unattached to a house. And um, so Dunk... He buries Sir Arlen and then gathers all his things and he says, okay, well, now I'm going to go myself and compete in a tourney. And I know uh, we're going to go to this place called Ashford. He takes all of the armor and everything, and which doesn't fit, <laughs> you know, because he's much bigger right. than, than the knight was who, who passed away. The knight was pretty old and he passed away. He had just caught a chill. And it just got worse over a few days yeah. and, and died suddenly. But he was an older guy. So then um, he he just rides. He takes all his stuff to, uh, finds an inn, has some food. And as you can tell, as I'm describing this, it's really kind of pastoral at the beginning, It's which is something that I really love. It's like Lord of the Rings, for example, took its time to look around. And, and that's one of the things I like about this story is mm -hmm. it's not like go, go, go. It's like, you know, he's riding, he's thinking, um, you know, he's thinking about being a knight. Duncan is um, not mature mentally. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? He's, he's got a lot of ideas about um, things that, um, you know, I need to do this. I'm going to go win this. Um, he, he's just got all these ideas in his head about, you know, how am I going to move forward? And there's like this innocence about him that, well, cause um, he yeah. knows what the old man taught him that mm -hmm. gets thought up a lot, you know, Oh, the old man had taught him this, but then he also, um, is inexperienced in how to be a knight. Mm -hmm. And so he's at first thinking, I'll, I'll find somebody. I'll be his squire. And he's like, well, hold on. I could be a knight. 
And when he's at this inn eating this good meal, he's like, this is what it is to be a knight, a delicious <laughs> meal, no one to clout me on the head. And then he has to stop and think about reality. What does this really mean? Now I have so, to make decisions. Yeah, I, I want to stop you in, because I want you to, I want to think about something. Yeah. So you're implying that he was not a knight, right? The well, first said. the first time I read that, I was like, I, I think he lied about that, and I don't think he was ever a knight. But if you read it, it never says that he wasn't. I can't find anywhere where it says that he wasn't. He tells a story to some people, and he says, um, Sir Arlen knighted me after... Before he died. At, yeah, right before he died, he knighted me. Um, yeah. But he doesn't say to himself, he doesn't say to anyone that it, that didn't happen. It's actually left open, and... I listened to the first third again because I was like, is there anywhere in here where it says that I, this didn't happen? And it does not. Oh, I actually didn't think. So when that comes up later and he's mm-hmm. telling the story and he says, and he knighted me right before, cause he's saying, they're saying, how can you be a knight? It's like, Oh, well, because yeah. another knight can do that. And mm-hmm. he did. I believed him. Good. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just went, oh, this is just stuff we didn't need to know yet because yeah. he wasn't thinking about it. But so when he's at the inn or when he's on his way to the inn, I guess, and he's gathering all the old man's stuff together. The thing I liked is when it's kind of early on, It's he's thinking over his options. And so then is when you learn what a hedge knight is, which you already kind of have an idea just from the name. But it says... The only life he knew was the life of a hedge knight, riding from keep to keep, taking service with this lord and that lord, fighting in their battles and eating in their halls until the war was done, then moving on. There were tourneys from time to time as well, though less often, and he knew that some hedge knights turned robber during lean winters, though the old man never had. And so when he's saying, though the old man never had, you know he's always got him as his guide. Right, right, and absolutely. And he never did it. Yeah. And um but then he says I could find another hedge knight in need of a squire to tend his animals and clean his mail, he thought. Or might be I could go to some city or Lannisport or King's Landing and join the city watch or else. So I always just took it as he's thinking later, you know, I'm like, Oh, he's a knight. Okay, that's interesting. I never took it there that he wasn't a knight necessarily. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just didn't think about it. I yeah. just he's thinking over his options and then he's mm-hmm. like, because later he's like I'll be a knight. This is a knight's life, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't stop and think about technicalities. I wasn't yeah, I, about I was that. thinking about it because it kind of mattered to me. Um, because Duncan was so noble. He was, throughout the whole thing, it was like... He was very good. He was very good. And it didn't fit his character that he lied about that. Right. Um, and and right. for some of the things that happens later... Um, it was it was just worth thinking about for me it was for me it mattered and i was like let me read that again because i actually had done that in the past too like you know like in the second time i read it i was like this doesn't you know cuz i i in my head he lied about that whole thing and then uh, um in the second no, time I through i was like no along. i think this happened i think this happened and it is actually um i think people argue about this <laughs> you know uh there's because it's le- it's not it's gray. You know, it's like, we but didn't see that lie. scene. We didn't see that scene, but he doesn't lie. That's like, that's why lie. I believe he, it. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, mm-hmm. you never see him lying, even when it would be advantageous to him to do yeah. so. 
Right. And I don't mean making money. I mean, he's not going to get beat up or absolutely. Absolutely. he could save somebody that way or whatever. He always yeah. takes the honorable way, which is mm-hmm. how you know the old man who he's gauging everything by was trustworthy and a good knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, very good. Yeah, no, but anyway, what I was going to say about watching him work through these options since and I'm glad you brought that up since it, that never would occur to me. I'm just turning the pages, reading the book, <laughs> not thinking about it. And mm-hmm. um, he, what we see though, as he's thinking over his options, he is growing up a little because yeah. he all the way through says, you know, uh, Sir Arlen, was that his name, would say, you mm-hmm. know, oh, you're thick as a brick. Yeah. Or, you know, you're just a, a lump. You thick got, as a plank, yep. <laughs> that's it, thick as a plank. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you got, you're got. you so stupid. Well, it's because he's not wise to the ways of people who want to cheat you and things. Yes, that's exactly right. He has right. a very pure soul, and he knows, and he believed what the old man told him, and he's living by it, because that's what he saw him do. Yeah. And this is how you act. And so you do see him with... Maybe not suspecting people he should suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just how life is. Right. But why? Yeah. So watching this, I just feel like oh, because later on when he's got Dunk, no, Egg, mm-hmm. with him, and they're at the the city, he's like oh, you know what? And I think this is in this story because I read the other two stories that were in this book and do mm-hmm. not bother everybody. This this is the best one. <laughs> um, he's going oh yeah, Dunk and I could do this or Egg and I could do this. And this would be, and then I could teach Egg this stuff, and then that would be like this for us. Yes. And he's starting yeah. to plan a future because now he's got Egg in the equation. Here's how it would change things for both of them. And you're just watching his thought processes as he goes. Yeah. And I liked yeah. it. I liked it very much, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Egg, um, he meets, he's at this inn, he has some food and ale. But before he walks in, there's this kid who walks out of the river having just swum in the river and he's like, are you the, the stable boy? And yeah. the kid never says yes, but he never says no. And he's just like, right. can you take care of these horses for me? You know? Um, but you know, Dunk is like, well, I'm a knight, you know, so I, I'm ordering him around a little bit, you know? And, um, it, it's funny to me when he takes that, you know, uh, you know, I will, I will smack you on the side of the head or whatever yeah. he says, you know, yeah. he take it's completely I'll out of character, you. but he's just like, yeah, I'm right. a, you know, you need to, to respect me, you know, cause I'm this a knight. This is how a knight acts. Yeah. This is how a knight he gets acts. respect. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and that's a kid. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. I, I, I'm not sure I would kind of like to just kind of move forward through the story from yeah. here, but the, you I know, so, so if those that are concerned about spoilers, you know, feel free to read this story first. It's very short. It's very good. Um, by the way, it is in, contained in a book called a Knight of the seven kingdoms as well. A Knight of the seven kingdoms has three Duncan egg novellas in it. Um, which is what Julie just said. She read the other two, but she also said, don't bother. <laughs> this is what? the best one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So very good. You don't need the other <clears throat> two. Yeah. So, um, Dunk and Egg end up together, um, because Egg wants to go with him as his squire. So Dunk does take him as a squire. The kid's about eight years old, um, bald head, um, looks like an egg, right? Yeah. So he's, uh, they ride into the town, I think it was called Ashford, and um, now he's seeing other knights. You know, you can see a field with with 
tents, you know, people just have all these different colored tents and they all have their flags with their sigils on them, you know, so he's recognizing them. And Egg at the same time is, you know, he can answer any questions that the guy has, you know, he's like, oh, that's, that's the Targaryen right there. That's, you know, whatever. So he's kind of pointing all this stuff out. Egg clearly knows a lot about, um, these people. And, um, then they see, a. uh, puppeteer girl right they they mm-hmm. see a, a puppet show going on mm-hmm. and um you know they think that that's great and then he goes to an armorer and is like i need some armor that fits can you help me out here and you know he says you know that's going to be a whole bunch of money that you do not have and yeah. uh he's like well i'm gonna win so i'll be able to pay him back you know <laughs> so now he's turned from i'm I, I need to make a good showing to i have to win at least one match in order to be able to he all this stuff is going through his head i I need to figure out how to do this so i can pay for all this stuff Mm -hmm. and um you know how can i even move forward if i don't win but his goal is like hey maybe a house will notice me and uh take me in and then maybe i can go to a castle and live or or something like that right but he won't be a hitch night anymore yeah right so um yeah, so now he he's he has to go and defend himself. I thought that was an interesting scene. So he had to go. He wants to sign up into the tournament. And they're yeah. like, are you a knight? And he says, yeah, I'm a knight. Um, and he says, do you guys know Sir Arlen of Pennytree? And nobody there has ever heard of him. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's like, well, I was knighted. He explained that. And they said, well, do you know anybody who might know him? And he said, well, on the way in, I saw Dondarrion and he has the flag. You know, I can, uh, you know, uh, Sir Arlen worked for him for about three years ago. He he might remember me. So, yeah. So he he has to figure out how to tell everybody that he's a knight. But all the way through this, there is this thing that's just going on and on in his head. You know, you're just hearing all of his thoughts and. And all of his thoughts are like, you know, knights are like this and they're noble and they tell the truth and, and we protect people and we, you know, all this stuff that he believes that a knight is, um, is just running through his head and, and I love it. And then, um, then he, he's in the tent of somebody, I can't remember, he might be with Dondarrion at that point trying to see if some, he would vouch for him. And then Egg runs in and says that this puppeteer girl he had been, um, he had met earlier, right, is right. being beaten by a prince. <laughs> right. And Dunk is like running out of there because that puppeteer girl is tall and so is he. <laughs> so clearly that was a match. They seem, to, they seem to get along. There was a match, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I but think he she smiled at him or something. Yeah, exactly. You know. Right. But this, I'm pretty sure, again, it was Dondarrion, but he stopped him and said, this is a prince. Be careful. Yeah. Right? Uh, but Dunk is young. He runs out there, sees that uh, this prince, Arian, is uh, basically treating her very badly. And right. then he knocks him down and kicks him in the face. And uh, you don't do With that Knox, to a prince. That, that, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the prince doesn't he stab the girl's hand? Yeah, he does. Right he hurts her hand. The, pins it yeah. to the wood. Yeah, and, I mean, it's he's horrible. Being, yeah. And it's all because he he's he's making an excuse to be mean to her. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, he he's got no real reason, but mm-hmm. he just wants to pick on someone. Yeah, and this is an interesting thing um, for those who have read or watched Game of Thrones. It feels like a parallel character to this King Joffrey, who is somebody in that. And I'm just going to throw that out there, but he's the same type of a person. He is the, the he is yeah the Prince Arian okay. is is spoiled rotten. He's drunk with power. Yeah. Yeah. He's like I can do whatever I want because I am he. You know what I mean? And uh, just walks around waiting for somebody to look at him wrong so that he can do what he wants. Um, yeah. And he's, he's walking around surrounded by guard, too. He's got knights with him, the royal guard that is sworn to protect him all the time. And, um, you know, so he's quite safe in whatever he does. He feels there's, there's no threat to him. He's all that. Yeah. And uh, his last name is Targaryen, by the way. Prince Arian Targaryen. And again, that'll mean something to people who watch the show or the books. Um, Daenerys Targaryen is a major character in A Game of Thrones. So um, it's a family member, you know, descendant. So. And didn't he see him earlier in the tournament? He did. he watched mm-hmm. the first day of the tournament. And this guy, this prince very cruelly uh, did a technique that killed somebody's horse and not in a way that was like one stab and the horse goes down. It was painful. It was bad. I mean, he's just (laughs) awful. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah, So you already know this is his character. And they said if his other brother had been there, he would have stopped him. Yeah. Yeah. But he wasn't. And so now here we have this situation and he's, he's, I mean, he's just being dreadful to this young woman. And Dunk is the one who is there. Who yeah. go, the Dunk mm-hmm. Ed goes to get, and he will stop him. Yeah. So he jumps in to stop him and, uh, you know, hits him. And then now he is jumped by the royal guard. And Arian is like, you know, these are the things I'm going to do to you, <laughs> including taking your teeth out and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then little Egg, little eight-year-old Egg says... Let him go. <laughs> I love that moment so much. Yeah. It's just, you know, because you knew he was somebody. Um, right. Yeah. But turns out that he is Prince Aegon Targaryen, who is Arian's little brother. Yeah. And these guard are sworn to protect him too. So he he announces that this is who I am and you guys need to listen to me and they let him go. Um, they said, if you do this, I'm, my my father's going to be here. That's right. Yeah, you guys gonna are going to have to it. answer to dad. <laughs> yeah. And and I really liked, too, it was, you know, Arian asked Aegon, who is Egg, right? Egg for short. Uh-huh. Um, you know, why don't you have any hair? And uh, I loved Egg's answer. He said, I didn't want to look like you anymore, right? <laughs> He says, I cut my hair because I did not want to look like you. Yeah. And all the Targaryens have these purple eyes and uh, blonde hair, really blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, sounded like platinum blonde. It's almost white. You're exactly right. Yeah. Platinum blonde. And they, that's the house of the dragon. They're, they're, um, that's why, you know, Arian was so, um, I don't know. He, 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 he found a reason to be insulted by, 
her little puppet show because it had a dragon in oh, it. Oh, that was, yes. How yeah. dare you do this with the dragon exactly. because you're, you're yeah. insulting our real house. And exactly. Of yeah. course, nobody was doing that. It was That's just right. was a jerk. <laughs> That's right. But, um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, Dunk ends up in jail and then um, comes up before the court or however you would call it. And Prince Arian is there and he demands that there be combat by trial of seven. Which means that each each person needs to find six people to fight with them, and uh, Dunk, of course, Just, knows no one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I'm sure that's what Prince Arian was thinking: is you know, I've got seven easy, and uh, you will never they find would just seven. Kill you. That's yeah. right. So he's got to find go anyway. six people to fight with him, and then that was a really interesting thing because Dunk has done the right thing. Brothers. Right? Go ahead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a good, bro- a nice brother and a meaner brother again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were noble and knights, I guess. Yeah, that's right. And um, they're ostensibly going to help him. Yeah, exactly. So he, uh, yeah, he manages to find the people. I, I don't know whether to go through all those details, but but he ends up with them. But one of the people that steps forward is yeah. Prince Baylor, who is the hand of the king. So. That's a big deal for, again, people who've read the books, they know what that means. It's like, um, it's the hand of the king is the one that is, I would say, the enforcer or the, the doer, right? The king, oh. the hand of the king is the one that does the stuff. He's and out there making things happen. Exactly right. The king would say, judgments. do this thing, and the hand of the king will make sure it happens. Okay, because, yeah, one of the things that, um, there are a lot of details for this novella, but mm-hmm. he is the one who we see when uh, Dunk is is wanting to be registered as a knight. He's the one who says, well, you just have to find someone to vouch for you. Right. I'll give you time. I mean, he's being very yeah. reasonable and mm-hmm. logical. And then later, um, we find out he's Egg's uncle. That's right. And even, you know, uh, Dunk even insulted him. Um and he yeah. took it great, you know, because yeah. he said, you know, that he was knocked down in a tilt. And uh, then um, Egg said, you know, seven times you were knocked down or something like that. And and he said, no, that's a little exaggeration, pal. You know, it really only happened yeah. three. And uh, Dunk was really embarrassed. And, you know, because to him it was a story that his his, uh, his knight was oh, telling him right. and you know he didn't know he wasn't there you know this was something yeah. that he hadn't seen so yeah. but it's a story that uh, uh, Arlen used to always tell right. so um, but anyway but Baylor you, you, you know uh, hey there's some goodness here because right. if, if he had done that to um, to uh, Arian he'd be dead <laughs> You know what I mean? How dare you but, say I'm yeah, not telling the truth? Exactly. But Baylor's like, no harm done, pal. Um, this is just how yeah. stories go, you know. So, yeah, Prince Baylor is disgusted with his nephew's behavior. And he's like, I'll fight for you guys. Because they were looking for number seven. And they just couldn't yeah. find him. And then he shows up and he doesn't. And then there is this incredible fight. Uh, it's really good. <laughs> Yeah. You know, there's tilts, there's there's jousting, there's fighting, there's swords. This seven on seven big thing just described like crazy. And um, Dunk is fighting personally Arian. You know, that's who he's been focused right. on. And um, anyway, he manages mm-hmm. to 
defeat Arian. And by defeat, you know, he didn't kill him. He's, he, uh, Arian had to say, I yield. And, yeah, um, I withdraw my accusation. I withdraw my accusation. He drug him to the front so they could say that. And after that, the fight's over. So everybody I stops love- fighting, but he's, yeah, Dunk is quite hurt and falls over well, at that point. Yeah, but also the thing I liked was that, um, Prince Arian, the whole time he's been beat, <laughs> but every time he gets a chance, he tries to cheat. Yes. Yeah. So he's uh, suddenly, you know, they, they think, okay, now we're going to, uh, I've got to end it because my people are all getting killed. And so we have to get him to say to stop. So it goes, but then he dives for his morning star and it says, so um, Dunk kicked him in the back and locked it, knocked him face down, grabbed a hold of one of his legs, <laughs> drags him across the field, which <laughs> yeah. I love. I love that it too. Says, yeah. By the time he got to the viewing stand where Lord Ashford was, the bright prince was brown as a privy. Yes. And it says he hauled him to his feet and he rattled him, shaking some of the mud onto Lord Ashford and the fair maid. Tell mm. him that yes. he spit out a mouthful of grass. That's right. <laughs> said, I withdraw my accusation. That's right. Um, yeah. Oh. And, and as he leaves, because as you say, we're getting the internal monologue, he goes, Am I a knight now? Am I a champion? He's like, so mm-hmm. even though all this has happened and he can barely get around, he's thinking, what does this mean? Yeah, right. And you know, it kind of also means, you know, what is this what being an honorable knight is? Yeah. He knows it, but he hasn't done it, you know, in that way. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, and I love those inner thoughts um, because... One of the things that I love about it is that Dunk has in his mind what this what a knight is, and these other people don't. You know what I mean? Um, some yeah. of them do, but it, too few do. And and I think that that that's kind of a true thing in society. I think um, all too often, right? Is you know the the one the one that is the truest to the the vows and everything like that is the one that hasn't had a chance to be soured by the world yet and he's he's out mm. there and he's got all this ideal innocence and um you know this is how a knight acts and you know he's surprised when it doesn't happen where you know so it's just like he walks into this existing group of people and he is the ideal one. And um, I just like that thought that he's, he's showing everyone else how. And only a few people were strong enough to stand up and say, you know what, you're right. And he had such difficulty getting those six people to be with him, you know, some of them. Anyway. Some of them joined him immediately, but getting the total was hard. And, and there's a scene where he's riding up and down, looking at nights and saying, you know, how can you guys not stand up? And um, the reason's obvious why they don't want to stand up. It's because they don't want to offend the prince, Um, you know, the ones that are in power right now. You know, he doesn't want to, they don't want to do that. And that is more important to them than the vows. And that is what's horrible. Yeah. Right, and different ones of the people who support him and fight with him have their own reasons, but they're all yeah. because these people are terrible. Yes. They're just right. expressing it in different ways. And so what happens yeah. is he kind of becomes, um, in a way, he's the touchstone. 
he, as you say, because he is just, he's in this dilemma. He got forced there because he was being honorable and which is why Baylor fights with him. He's like, you're the only one who knows what's going on here. You know, you're doing the right thing. Right. Uh, And, um, and some of the others are doing it for that reason too, but some of them have personal grudges against the other people. But what you see, of course, you're seeing the corrupt, which is the people in power, because as they say later on in the book, I believe, uh, when they're when they're talking about should Egg go on and be allowed to go on with him and be his squire at the end of the book. I'm sorry, I jumped ahead a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, it's okay. Yep. But um, he then has the courage because they're like, yeah, but. He shouldn't live like that. He should have the privileges. And he goes, but look what happened to the other sons. Yes, exactly. And to the yes. brother or to your brothers. I can't remember who's saying it. Maybe it's he's saying, look what happened to your brothers. Yeah. If they hadn't been allowed to be coddled, to get their own way, to always be protected, to all the, you know, because one, one of them is yeah. um, very weak. Mace, Mer, I can't. His name starts with an M. The brother who starts with an M. Makar would have stopped yes. Arian from killing the horse. They say at the beginning. Right. Yeah. But there's some there's some great flaws in all of them that could have been corrected through their upbringing or training, but because nobody took the time or trouble to really pay attention to them properly, and they were allowed as royal rich people to do what they wanted, it corrupted them. Exactly, they, and yeah, yeah, and Dunk actually says, "I will take him if we go on the road." So suddenly yeah. now he doesn't want to live in the castle anymore, you know. Yeah. But the whole thing has soured him. Um, so before we talk about the death of one of these people, oh yeah, um, a, isn't it interesting that when the girl was being hurt, the puppeteer girl was being hurt, Egg, who knows everybody. Mm-hmm. went to get dunk. Mm-hmm. And that's pointed out in the story. It's pointed out as a negative yeah. because the guy said, you know, you've put him in this position because you got him. Why didn't you get me? You know what I mean? Right. I could have walked out and stopped it immediately. Um, but, you know, so that was interesting. Egg says you were too far away. Yeah. I could get him right away. It was a lot closer. Right. But as you say, I hadn't really stopped and thought about that, of course, because it means... He knows what kind of man Dunk is. That's exactly right. That's what I think. And yeah. I hadn't thought about it because, of course, I, I, we already knew what kind of man Dunk is. It's natural. Egg would come and get him. But you're right. He, once you realize that Egg has had a very broad experience of what the people in court are like and who's good and who's not and what that means, he recognizes it instantly in Egg. And isn't that the case occasionally i mean sometimes people have charisma and they can use it for ill Mm -hmm. but if there's somebody who's really good it kind of can shine out of them in a way that's just attractive and of course this is jesus the ultimate Mm -hmm. perfect god and perfect man he had this this is why thousands of people would run around galilee where he's going in the boat it's why he can walk up and say follow me yeah Yep. And you leave your money on the table mm-hmm. and you just go. Yeah. Because I, I always think of that. I think looking in his eyes, what must that have been like to, to have that gaze mm. on you and have him talking to you? You know, you follow me. Okay. Yes. You're like, yeah, no, um, no question. Right. And so um, he can recognize this quality, uh, Egg can, but 
do we recognize it? And is this where we have to be? Is it um, innocent as doves? Wise as serpents and innocent as doves? Mm. Yep. You have to be innocent enough to be looking for it, but you have to be wise enough to recognize if it's not the real deal. Right, yeah. It's the balance that, mm. that, that Egg has learned just from growing up that way. And Dunk in this is learning it. Yeah, tough, how tough you, lesson. Yep. Yeah, how do you live in the world? How do you live in the world? Which was the question from that movie, um, um, Gone Baby Gone. So that movie Gone Baby Gone where that detective... He wants to do the right thing, and he is treading a path that is full of corrupt people. How do you know who to trust? And how he asks his priest world? at the mm-hmm. beginning, it says, how do you live in the world, in this world? And he says, well, you have to do what Jesus said. You have to be, you know, wise as a serpent, innocent as a dove. And the whole movie is about that. Yeah. How do you do that? As we watch him, and this story is kind of that way. Here's somebody who is innocent as a dove. How does he become, he doesn't become wise as a serpent, but he definitely learns more, as you're saying, as you go through. How do we do that, too? Right, yeah. And recognize people like, hey, I never understand this. They always go, Christians should be joyful no matter what. I'm like, I don't know exactly what that means. They're like, Mm -hmm. but that's the example that you give, and it doesn't mean going around smiling even when everything's coming apart, but that's the quality yeah. um, that people recognize. Absolutely. I love that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Dunk has it. Mm hmm. Yep. Anyway. So, yeah, no, I think it's terrific. Yeah. So, after the battle, when Dunk is getting some medical attention, because he did get yeah. stabbed. Um, the Baylor, who is the prince in the hand of the king, who agreed to fight with him, shows up in the tent, <clears throat> but he is not feeling well. <laughs> he's yeah. he's acting drunkenly, right? And he's he's mm-hmm. um, yeah, staggering, staggering around, well. and and he's wearing a helmet. Um, and this was an interesting detail. He didn't have his own armor, so he was actually wearing stuff that was too tight. Um, because it was made for his son. Um, but oh. he didn't expect to really get in a, a too big a tussle because he was like, you know, the, the King's guard that are on the other side, they aren't even allowed to hit me. Right. Um, so he, he had some thoughts that, you know, I'm just going to, to be there and I'll draw some people away from the action and that'll be my right. role. Um, because you know, I'm, I'm the prince, you know, but anyway, he did get hit by his own brother. Um, May car, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. but uh, but the helm was tight. So when they when he got hit in the helm, he actually got hit in the head. So yeah. um, it did. It cried, you know, when they took the helmet off, hit this blow, it crushed his skull, and he he fell down dead. Once they got the helmet right. off, and um, and then that that was another. It was just a searing moment, and now Dunk is filled with things like you know. When Arian accused me at the beginning, he was going to cut off my foot and he cut off my hand and couldn't I have spared that foot? Yeah. You know, there was these thoughts about how can, how can this event that I am the center of have changed history, (laughs) you know, (laughs) had changed the hand of the king, had killed that person. How can he be dead and I be alive? Who was so good. Right. 
Right. He's really regretful over it. He's really, really regretful over it. But it was, you know. But so is the king's brother, Makar. Yeah, he's not feeling good about it either, right? No, he says it's probably I'm the only one who could really fight him. I'm probably the one who crushed his skull. I didn't mean to. I don't even remember doing it. But yeah, and it was his son too. His son was the Makar's son. Yeah. Was the one who caused all this. Yeah. He regretted Arian's behavior, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he he even offered Dunk a position in his house, which is what Dunk wanted so bad when he got there, you know. That's but right. He, he's I like, no, I'm that. not. I'm not doing that. And yeah. Yeah. And then that's when he said, I'll take egg, but we're going to go on the road, you know, but the musing is about, um, the whole, you know, just the meaning of things. Um, you know, so he said here, he could not see the wound without thinking of Baylor. He saved me once through his sword or once with his sword and once with a word, even though he was a dead man as he stood there. The world made no sense when a great prince died so a hedge knight might live. You know, Dunk sat beneath the elm and stared morosely at his feet. And then, um, and now the prince, uh, Makar, is talking to him. He said, yes, the prince admitted, you'll hear them whisper as well. The king is old. When he dies, Mm -hmm. Valar will climb the iron throne in place of his father. Each time a battle is lost or a crop fails, the fools will say... Baylor would not have let it happen, but the hedge knight killed him. Yeah. And Dunk could see the truth in that. If I had not fought, you would have had my hand off and my foot. Sometimes I sit under that tree there and look at my feet and ask if I couldn't have spared one. How could my foot be worth a prince's life? And the other two as well. There was two other people who died. The Humphreys, they were good men too. And uh, Sir Humphrey Harding had succumbed to his wounds only last night. And then what answer does your tree give you? And he says, none that I can hear. But the old man, Sir Arlen, every day at evenfall, he'd say, I wonder what the morrow will bring. He never knew, no more than we do. Well, mightn't it be that some morrow will come while I'll have need of that foot? When the realm will need that foot? Even more than a prince's life? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know trying to figure out what God's plan is or what what this meaning of something could be, what the meaning of suffering is, you know, what uh, what could be going on here in a larger scale. Right, it's um, like you can't Joseph figure it out. Mm-hmm. In Genesis, after his brothers have come and he's been able to give them the grain and he's revealed himself to them, they're all crying and sorry, and he goes, hey, no, no, no. This was God's plan. If this, if you hadn't sold me into slavery, I wouldn't be here now able to save our family. This was all part of the plan. And plus, he saved all of Egypt, um, you know, it's, with knowing about the things that would come. And so it's the same thing as you can't, if, if what you did was your best, you can't second guess it. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. you might. You might be regretful like Dunk is. And um that's legitimate because it's what keeps you human and humble. Right. You're not all powerful. You don't know everything and you're not entitled to everything to go your way, but you can keep hope going. Yeah. And the hope is, okay, maybe later this, I can, I will do something that makes up for this or there's some way I'll be used that I can't foresee. 
Mm. You know, you know, you you don't know everything and you have to, I I like that about it. I like, um, because for one thing, of course, I don't know what happens with egg later. And maybe that's told in some history of the, Mm Later yeah, on. I'm, I'm unaware of but, it too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he's saying he's going to take egg and go on the road. And he says, um, Prince Makar gave him an incredulous look. Did the trial addle your wits, man? Aegon is a prince of the realm, the blood of the dragon. Princes are not made for sleeping in ditches and eating hard salt beef. He saw Dunk hesitate. What is it you're afraid to tell me? Say what you will, sir. Darren never slept in a ditch, I'll wager, Dunk said very quietly. <laughs> and all the beef that Arian ever ate was thick and rare and bloody, as like as not. Hmm. And then he lets him go. Yeah. That's 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 something else, you know, it's because you know, it's almost like saying, hey, suffering builds a person. Um, you can't right. be without any of it. <laughs> You know, we spend right. all our lives trying to avoid it, for heaven's sakes. And uh, mm-hmm. is that the right thing, you know? Um, so then let's think about it. We're in Lent. Hmm. There's something about Lent that I I don't like to think about it ahead of time because I don't like to do the hard things. But when I've gone through it, and even when I'm going through it, there are times when you embrace it almost as a good thing. Mm. It's good to test yourself. It's good to see the qualities that are brought out through, can I stay the course? Whether it's things that you're adding on, things you're giving up, other trials that come up and you think of them a little differently because you're in Lent. Mm. You look at it more like Joseph in the book of Genesis. You could look back and go, oh yeah, okay. This is adding a layer to this whole experience I didn't expect, but God sent this my way. Yeah, right. And that's mm-hmm. what Dunk can see that can be done for Egg. And think of that value, valuable experience in the leader of a royal house, if that's where he winds up. Or just serving uh, the realm somehow, however he does. Mm. Yeah, and but however he does, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And that's all the stuff. But as Catholics, every year we go through that. Yeah. And it's 40 days. Well, 43 days, <laughs> but. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. Stay in the course. You know, what What can you get through if you go ahead and, and accept that suffering and do it mm-hmm. and make it, you know, that's that's worth a lot. Yeah. It's looking at mm. what do our baptismal vows mean? I mean, it starts with the baptism. And the temptation of Christ. And then it just, you know, it's that 40 days in the desert. Yeah. And he just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and that's what it's modeled after for us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if Jesus did it. He didn't do anything that he won't help us through. And with intention. His was for a reason and ours is for a reason, too. Beautiful. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, the one other piece of this, um, I love everything you said there. <laughs> the, the, the other piece, the other piece is um, this idea: Hey, you know, every time something goes wrong, they're going to blame you oh, for what yeah. happened, and you know that that ought to remind us that we don't know things. 
Um, because why, why isn't his son being, um, why isn't Arian being blamed? Yeah. You know, why aren't they saying, you know, every time something goes wrong, yeah, if Arian hadn't killed Balar, this would have gone better, right? But the yeah. thing is, he's being protected, right? Because he is a prince. And that would not be a good thing for people to say. But um, it's, I'm just reminded of the fact, you know, how many things do we believe that we've heard from somebody and we think we know what's going on and we blame somebody um, or have a negative view of somebody because of something somebody said. Um, you know, I, I think that that's, that's yeah. an important thing too. You know, that's a good point because we can never know everything. And it doesn't mean that you, you have to be able to judge things and go on, but in that way that you're talking about, you know, that's right. And it also makes me think there's, um, there's a prayer I say every morning. And, um, I think it was the Earl of Chichester, if that's right. It was said on his deathbed before, right before he died. And it must be when he said to himself all the time, but it starts off, you know, it's, it's, you're thanking God for the day. You're thanking Jesus for the day, you know, but you start off with saying, thank you for all the benefits you've won for me. Hmm. Thank you for all the pains and insults you've endured for me. Hmm. And so Very you think nice. of those pains and insults that Jesus put up with, and they're all for you, and they're all for me. And sometimes I'm able to remember that, and it puts maybe yesterday in perspective, or it puts something I'm worried about at the rest of the day in perspective. And sometimes it's something I need where I'm just like, somebody's judging me in a way that's not fair. And I just have to, instead of going, Hey, hold on. I just have to let it go. Mm. And it can be a small yeah. thing, but you know, I fight back. Yeah. Yeah. That's who Sometimes I am. it's so hard to fight back against because yeah. people are so sure. And sometimes you just, have to let it go right like dunk will always have to let it go yeah he'll know the truth nobody else will yeah and he doesn't really know the truth himself anyway he's well should i've done it should i've not done it but you know it's yeah, just the how thing it is. is when he looks back you know and I, I don't know that he can find anything that he was wrong um no i mean he did he did the right thing he did the good thing and yeah he was swept along this current because of those choices, but those were the right choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's where you just do the best you can and let God sort it out yeah. in the end, I guess. So. That's what we're called to do, you know, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Sometimes it's right. hard. You do it and there's going to be consequences, but it's the right thing to do and you can't, mm-hmm. you can't uh, sow weeds in your garden just to avoid that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I, I love the story. Yeah, it's a favorite. Yep. So it's a really good story. Yeah, it's a favorite. I really like it. I'm glad. I'm glad you did. Yeah. That especially makes me after, happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially after talking about it, of course, mm-hmm. that's oh, what sure. always brings more out. So that helps yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. Always, always does, in my opinion, yep. anyway. So very good. Oh yes. Yeah. All right. Well, what's next up for us? It is back to Pixar for another <gasps> dip from Pixar. Soul is what we're going to uh, talk about. That's a great one. Yes. It might be, be their last great one. Yeah. I can't th- Hopefully yeah, there will be future great ones. 
Well, they still that exist, would be don't nice. they? <laughs> well, you know, I know, there's but... always Toy Story Eight <laughs> that could be so good. And Cars Five. Cars Five. You know? <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. gosh! <laughs> yeah, no, I. Well, it's just you know you get spoiled. They had that very long string. Oh, of such a excellent string. movies. Yeah. And um, then they fell prey to all kinds of other problems or prone. They were prone to other problems, just yes. like everybody else. So, mm-hmm. but there's still some good ones, and this is such an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I love this choice. It's great. Good, love it, love it. Great. Looking forward to talking about it. Yeah, me too. So very good. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Oh yes. And uh, enjoy some hedge night, would you? Yeah. All right. Take care, all. <laughs> okay. Talk to you in a couple weeks. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye.